sex dolls versus the perfectly trained canines, female dragonflies, more like us than we realize, and some listener feedback. All of this and so much more on this episode of Brilliant Observations. I tell you, I dance so hard during these intro sessions. It's like getting a workout. I love it. Love us. Love you. Love you more. Love your hair. Hope you win. Mean it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're shot out of a cannon today. Uh, it's Thanksgiving pre-week. So. Um, pre-week. We yeah. were just talking earlier about how your son's second round of applications are due December 1st, which totally Ooh. ruins this holiday for you. And the rest of my life, yes. No, just just this holiday. Totally ruins it. <laughs> Go ahead. You're Our gonna- forced family fun yesterday, and by fun, I'm so using that loosely, oh, oh so loosely, I took our kids to our synagogue, which showed a movie called The Race to Nowhere. Yes. Why am I familiar with this? It is a movie, a documentary, if you will, and I know you will about how we are, like, you know, I always say kindergarten's the new second grade and everything is just moved up and there's so much pressure on these kids. In the neighboring school district, four kids committed suicide last year. Some of it was due to pressure, some um, mental health issues, whatever it is. That's not an option. Why why is that an option to you? So yeah, I, I actually saw a statistic recently that turned my stomach and it said that suicide is the second leading cause of death for people the ages of like 13 to 24. Is school shooting the other one? Because probably number one. Unless they did something like all diseases and other causes. And then like, I don't know. <laughs> <Right. have to, laughs> which I, Everything I guess, else is number one. Okay. Okay. So now that I've just called my, so I guess I don't really know that that statistic <laughs> should alarm me because brainless didn't actually check the rest of it. I did the internet and it said today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this, I can't believe I'm laughing. So this movie was about the pressure that kids are under. And at one point, they're what, to, to succeed in school, to take a thousand AP classes, and colleges aren't even accepting the AP classes anymore, but to differentiate yourself and to play soccer. And how this one woman's family, the documentarian's family, all of her kids had like random belly aches and headaches and all this pressure, whether it be from mom, self-induced school, where from wherever it came, these kids were physically sick because of this pressure. And my kids, I guess, watched it and thought, well, I don't have the, the pressure to do... I mean, my mother doesn't make me take five AP classes. I'd like you to take one. I mean, I'd like you to understand a, a rigor level, but... They said, after we they talked about it with teens, we talked about it with adults, they hated me so much for making them go. And they said, the only thing you're really annoying about that I saw truly in that video is making us get sleep. And mm-hmm. I thought, wow, what a bitch. Like, how do you stand it? Like, how do you... <laughs> How do you stand it? That's like going to an interview and saying, my biggest weakness is I expect more from everybody else just because I'm willing to give a hundred. Fuck you. Like, oh, it's so bad that I expect you to get sleep. Your standards are too high. You want me well rested. And you Really? That's your complaint about me? I'll take it. Now I'm, now I'm going to be their favorite aunt. 
And I'm going to start sending all of the sleep articles that I stockpile when I'm not sleeping that say all the benefits <laughs> of things that you need to do and how sleep resets the brain. And it's like all the stuff where you have no idea. We don't even understand how good it is. That's how good it is. I'm such a dick. From when they're four, my aunt, when they could answer me, the, I say, when you sleep, you grow and you heal. Those are the two things you do when you sleep that cannot be matched by any medication or by anything else other than sleep. It's a reboot. It's a start over. It's a help mommy forget the stupid fucking shit you said to me the day before. Sleep is magical. And when I tell them I need you to charge all of your devices downstairs by 9.30 because I can't have you staring at a blue screen in bed all night long. All right. So I'm a bitch. You're right. You are correct. Nobody's arguing with you. But I do it because you need sleep. But do they do they comply? Do they do they automatically put their devices downstairs, or is that just an argument or a whole system wide shutdown? What we're going to shut you off remotely wherever you are, and or when they go upstairs to sleep, do they sleep? Because my guys, even getting them in the bed, doesn't mean they're going to sleep. They can get all the way into the bed and just lay their eyes open, blinky, blinky, blinky. Then do that. Then blinky, blinky. Um, During the week at 9.30, everything's charging downstairs. On the weekends, it's starting to take a turn because mama's fucking tired because she got up at five o'clock in the morning with the dogs who were screaming in their crates, let me out, I got a whistle. So I'm tired, I'm beat, and my back hurts, and I'm kind of a fucking mess. So to crawl into bed, and you know we have a newer bed now again. What? So Stop, full stop. <laughs> full fucking I'm just what saying the, I can't. No, I, don't I wanna, can't regulate. I, 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 how is there another? Is this bed number three? Or it bed is. number what? Stop I it! Can't. Stop! <laughs> Everybody, stop! Full stop! Stopping the bus. Unbuckle the. Yeah, you should bite your fingernail. Okay, yeah. explain yourself. So the replacement beds we've gotten <laughs> have been. We did the split top king because we didn't like the idea of two extra long twins that were next to each other because we didn't want to lose like any romance that might be involved by being in two separate beds just smushed together you, you got it you're not selling it you're just not selling it you're not this is i'm looking at a woman who who has purchased at great emotional and physical and financial cost yes three complete lifetime bed of a lifetime beds a month for the past three months. It, what happens next month? Are you going to buy a new bedroom and tack it onto the back of the house? Stop. That was not a suggestion. Don't look excited like you're considering. No, this is not a good, no. The answer is no. The answer is no to that. All right. Our last latest bed is two ridiculous twin beds. The extra longs that you thought they only used when you go to college. But that's what a, that's what a California king is, two twin extra long. So we shove those together in a frame that holds them together. So it really is like a king. But Stuart did not want to give up the base of our bed, which raises your feet, raises your head, raises a pillow level, and has a massage feature. But it does have, it does have the divorce split right down the middle. So... It's it, we're still making it work. So is this so this is the new one. So there this is, is this the new a, one. is this a hybrid? Yes, this one's actually from California. It's made by a company called Avocado. Oh, I've seen these ads. Yes. And um actually Mallory still says Avocado. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Oh, that's the new way. That's what we're going to say now for." I don't know how you're going to spell that when it comes to typing it cuz it's wrong. <laughs> no, it's not ever going to be wrong. That's everyone else has to join us because this is the new way. Avocado. I love those avocado beds. They're the best. <laughs> 
they, you know who makes them? The California king. And he became king because of his avocado fields. And they're fields, I think. They're groves. Yes, he they're has an, avocado groves. I have an avocado grove where I grow mattresses that keep marriages together. I think they thought when ma- Reverie, when making a bed and the other making bed, they needed to be thinner so that the base could bend it to its will and to to make it all what, whatever. Any covering or any topper I put on it was no good. It, it just didn't. This one, our bed is so high right now. <laughs> yeah, you're high. It was so, it's so high right now that uh, I can't believe I'm telling you this. Stuart and I were playing around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so surprised. And by and that I, I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> when I, when I went to get off the bed. Off I, the bed. <laughs> when I went to get off the bed, <laughs> I, I fell off the bed. Like there was, <laughs> All there right, was I'm buying feet. the bed. <laughs> there was feet before the ground. Get your swing from on top of the bed or something. This, was, now I'm interested. I almost sprained an ankle falling out of bed, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, we're on our 100th bed, but I think this one's going to stick. Sounds like um, it. If you're getting- as long as you could stick the landing. Get right? injuries. You can, you, as long as you can stick something. Hey, if you're getting injured just simply by sleeping, then I think this is the bed for you. I think, so I've told you before that Stuart has a habit of sleepwalking and sleep talking and Yes. And that's why I can't watch any medical shows in bed before before bedtime because <laughs> he'll wake up running a code or or put on his shoes and leave to go somewhere else. <laughs> but it's so high up, I feel one of us is going to get injured, either me uh-huh. trying to save him from the door or from him going, I don't know, to do one of his nightly runs while sleeping. So we have a newer bed. It's it came in a box where you know you cut it open and it needs like four hours to grow to its regular size. You know, oh, those. I thought I thought all those things when they say and we ship it in a box that looks like this and it's a little ring box, you <laughs> <Yes>. know, <laughs> like, and you undo it and it goes like, and everything in the room is like up against the walls now because it yes. didn't fit. Okay, a thousand percent. But it yes. takes hours to do this. It doesn't just no, automatically no, no, it kill it you. Quickly. Okay, <laughs> it does it quickly. It just wants a couple of hours to reach its full, like internally reach its. So full it is. Size. It's like an airbag. Just boof out of one comes. of those rafts. You know those rafts <laughs> that you picture yes, yes. that you pull a ripcord. It's and a it's a marital raft. We'll, yes, we'll save you, kids. Yeah, I, I need to get I need to get a bed with a swing and a exploding platform. And how did you get rid of the other beds? Did you just put them in the other rooms of the castle or do they give them them to the staff? Where'd they go? Are they for the dogs? Do the dogs have reticulating beds now? Is that, does that, oh, I see. No, you call. Reverie came, they came to pick up the beds. There's a restocking fee for one of them. And I said, I'm not buying another bed until they tell me it's 100% refundable. And avocado, I mean, the only complaint is, you know, it's thick. It's high up. Ooh, it's pillow top. I, it's- <laughs> how is thick a complaint? Oh, I'm sorry. It's very early for me today to be I this gross. I fell out of bed. <laughs> ah. So my kids' complaint is I make them sleep, right? So yes, they charge their devices during during the week. But on the weekends, since I'm so fucking tired and my bed is now comfortable, I want to go to bed too. So I can't wait up to make sure they do what they're told. But Mallory does. Ethan doesn't always do it, but I Mallory you. does. I, I, now that my bed is comfortable. <laughs> All right. I got you. I just now that sleep is joy again, I want to go to bed. I think that you should not be vilified for encouraging them to not only protect and safeguard their health, but to do the thing that their bodies need anyway, which is sleep. So fuck off, kids. I'm on team mommy. 
we're traveling this weekend to um to Florida for the holiday to Florida, oh, and I'm yeah. going to have my brother's kids. We talked about this a uh, hundred times. <laughs> they they don't have rules around devices. Well, oh, uh oh, oh, there's going to be trouble at the Thanksgiving compound. I mean, I, I don't know what to do. They don't I think have you rules. need to. Well, I was going to tell you what to do, but why would I do that? Is this bad advice? <laughs> <laughs> In which case, I'm an authority. What do you have an idea of what you're going to do? Because I've already formulated several. We'd love not to help. Go ahead. Don't help me. <laughs> well, my first, my gut thought is, and I it even started coming out of my mouth. You're not going to do anything because you are the host. And as I learned from the Maladorian, oh, what the hell? What the, what's that show? Mandalorian. Yes. It's so fucking good. I, I didn't good. get there yet. I didn't you're, get there yet. We're going to do gonna it in get Florida. There. You're going to get there. And yeah, you're going to we'll watch them all again. So on the Mandalorian, one of the throwaway lines from Nick Nolte of all people. God, Nick Nolte. I didn't even think you were just Nick Nolte. Come on. So you can't tell it's him. He's covered with a mask. One of the lines was, I cannot accept any repayment because you are my guest. And as your host, I am, you know, I am here to serve you. My, I'm in your service. So when you have people that you're hosting, your grandma, your friends at Maine, right? This is your retreat. This is your getaway. This is your retreat and treat. So now that you're here, even to a certain degree, whatever rules you had at home don't necessarily apply. I mean, within reason. So if they stay up a little later, if they do whatever, if everybody starts turning into assholes, that's when I think, that's but it. listen, but that's when I think Crafty Missy uh, comes out of her box and says, it's such a beautiful day. Why don't we all go down to the beach where there's no, and then you just in your head say where there's no Wi-Fi and no extension cords and no fucking devices, sand people. And off we go. Rawr. I mean, I just remember from years past listening to the show, you had like, there was a, a couple of parents getting together and it, you didn't want the kids going to somebody's house. So you were like, you know what? It's so great. Let's all go out for ice cream. Just invent something lovely that's other than this other thing. So you don't have to say, put it down, you fucktard. You know, that's not, that's not Thanksgiving <laughs> talk. Typically. I mean, I don't know how they do it in Florida, but so the thing is, they're going to have their own room. So the re the other reason I take shit away from my kids is because they're assholes when they don't get sleep. They're mouth they're mouthy. They're disrespectful. I guess that's mouthy. Um, they're cranky. They're mean to each other. They're just not kind people that I have occasionally, sporadically seen them be. So I I don't like that. And if I can optimize their behavior. <laughs> sporadically is it this sporadically? It, just hit me. it just hit me i was like yeah i agree oh wait that's a terrible <laughs> thing to say <laughs> so if i could get that out of them if i could get their best behaviors out of them why wouldn't i do that so but these these girls are used to sleeping all day well we've got plans all day we're gonna do lots of fun stuff i'll say this about that two things can't come to mind number one we've already had a talk we're splitting up our family travel, we always travel to go and stay with family, and we are the guests always. So we're in the car, we're going, and now I'm taking the middle one. Petey is coming with, so he can get extra grandparent time. And he seems to think that this means unfettered technology time where he's looking at his oh, device. No. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I don't even think you should bring this with you. The whole point is that you're going to get extra time with Grammy and Pop so that you're going to be able to look up and talk to people. and Part of that conversation came all the way back around to, so we were set, we were trying to precede it with, 
you should go into this planning that this is an opportunity for you to have private time, for you to have a connection. Think of this like a visit, yeah. trying to describe what visit is. And so that, that was helpful. But then the other piece that he came with, and this is when you said we've got a whole day planned. When you're somewhere else and you're one, you're kind of on a vacation from your own life and you are the guest and you're trying to enjoy. There's also this idea that it's a lot sometimes. And your coping mechanism, your coping mechanism a lot of times is I'm going to look at these idiotic cat videos and I found some great cat socks. I don't even like cats. I almost bought you these cat socks, but I'm cheap and they were $17 plus shipping. That's a lot for socks, but they're so cute. I will put them in the show notes and good luck to you, Japanese socks. They're very cute because they make your feet look like little knitted cat paws. On the top and the bottom. And they had, and I was like, who are those puppets? They were people's tootsie feet where they were going <laughs> with these socks on and they look like up from under the blanket. Super fun. So you need the downtime. And if they are turning into assholes, anybody, sometimes it's go in your room. Yeah. Car time is like that for us. Ethan will go on his device till he falls asleep once the car moves, especially if he was a dick and was on his device all night. <laughs> we, do, we, it's whatever. I don't care. Whatever gets you not to be an asshole to us, I'm I'm a big fan. You could do what Stuart does. His line, which he said to my children for the last six years of my Nana's life was, put your fucking devices away. Nana's going to die. This is the last time you're ever going to see her. Please don't even say that for right six in front year, of her. Right in front of her. For six years. I mean, oh, for God. the first four of the six, she heard him. But the last two, she had no idea what he was saying. We need to institute a tote board. That's the first ever, that's the first ever negative mark on Stewart's tote board. I didn't even realize there was a tote board to be had for this man. He's gotten, he's lived a <laughs> long time to not have a negative. But guess what? You, you guess what, Saint Stewart? You do have one because that's some fucking shit. And it's going to die. Right She's going to die. This is the last time you're ever going to see her. Put your fucking devices away. <laughs> I can hear him saying it. And I can tell you, friends, it what he wasn't kidding. It was, this wasn't like, oh, <laughs> what an inappropriate joke. No, it's like, Stewart, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's when the emergency room doctor portion of the emergency room doctor comes it out. It is because okay. it's the worst possible case scenario and they're always prepared for it and they're always aware of it. Although I have to tell you, Stuart, he came back from Starbucks with this enormous, what is it, Trenta? What's the largest size? This massive Trenta iced coffee. Mafucta. <laughs> that had like, to be like know. a $35 thing of coffee. <laughs> like it was this <laughs> massive and he was so looking forward to it. It was, it was seasoned to his perfection, right? It had oh, he's the right, get fucked. <laughs> right. He's it was get the fucked. most amazing, beautiful. <laughs> I mean, they would use it in a commercial. It's so beautiful. It's oh. so he drops it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I never laugh at stuff like that. I'm not that person. I don't laugh when waiters and waitresses drop stuff. I don't laugh when little kids trip on the play in the theater. I don't Unless laugh they at had this it stuff, coming. But I'm Unless sorry. they had it coming. He had it he had coming. only himself to blame. He had it coming. That's right. So, it, I mean, all over the floor and all of our eyes widened and I raced to get a towel. I'm a towel instead of paper towels kind of girl. Why are you wasting an entire roll of paper towels when you can use a towel, we'll wash it, and hey, we still have a roll of paper towels. So he is cleaning it up. He's on his hands and knees cleaning it up. And he said, and this really broke my heart because it's a realization. You said the ER doc who's like, well, shit happens. People die. This We move on and Nana's going to die. Put your device away. So <laughs> Nana's like coffee. So we were all like, oh my God, what now? And he said, you know that he lost a friend a few weeks ago. So he said, my good buddy is six feet under. This is nothing. And I thought, oh my God, 
A, who are you? B, who are you? And C, holy shit, you just reined us all in from laughing at your wild misfortune to, yeah, I mean, don't cry over spilled milk is a fra- is a thing for a reason. Phrase? Adage? Yeah. Thing? This is why the tote board, this is why the tote board doesn't right. fucking work. <laughs> do it. Stupid fucking Stewart. Does that erase his, God. his nana is going to die any minute? Such a <laughs> dick. Yes. God, you He's fucker. back in the positive column now. I swear to God. Hey, can I ask you a question? When you were yes, little ma'am. and you wanted, I don't know if you ever did this. I mean, I'm sure they made grilled cheese in your family growing up. Um, yes. In yes. my family, we made ghetto grilled cheese, which is just like cheese toasted on bread in the toaster. Oh, that that's called a, that's called a cheese toasty. I like that much better than <laughs> ghetto grilled cheese, which is... What we call what we call it. <laughs> okay. Well, now cheese toasties are going to be ghetto grilled cheese in our so house. So anyway, when you made ghetto, I mean, my kids will come down. Ma, mm-hmm. could you throw in some ghetto for me? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I will make you ghetto. When you were little, what did you use to put on top? I'll get to what kind of bread you used in a second. But what what kind of cheese did you use to put on top of your ghetto toasty? We would use whatever cheese we had, and typically it was sliced cold cut deli cheese from the deli counter. But if you're headed where I think you're headed, we also are first generation, you know, family of first generation immigrants. So I'm not kidding when I say we actually did have government cheese at my grandmother's house that was in the the brick. It was not, it was properly from the government and she only had it and she would not use it, but it was there. I love that shit. It's so fucking good. When I could get my hands on it, I would use that all day long. Oh so God. you had to get literally a cheese slicer, like made for with the roller in it that sliced off the top of and the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we had that thing with the yeah. little wooden handle and the thing that yep. it's like a wire. It's a wire. Really yes, work. it's yeah. a wire and a rolly roller, and you sliced off your cheese. Yep. My nana, God rest her soul, she <laughs> did eventually pass away. Um, she used oh, Velveeta. Oh, man. You know Velveeta. Yes, this is close. Sure, it's as close to government cheese as you can get. Right, but I'm assuming government cheese has more structure to it and less gelatinous-y sort of, it's almost melted, don't it breathe does. on it, or it's a soup. It does. It's it's uh, at least the stuff that we had growing up. And it's not like we even had it. The stuff that we could find at her house, she's like, yeah, I'm not going to eat that shit. I mean, whatever, Graham, she would never in the world, she'd be horrified at my whole thing. So I'll just leave that out there. But anyway, when we would find it, it's it's... Stiff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like hard. Do you know how when you're in college and you buy Velveeta and then you leave it on the, you don't refrigerate it because it's so gross to begin with, and then there's like that end that gets a little bit different in color yeah, and harder, yeah, like yeah. the sadness of your soul. It's not like that, but it's never like fresh Velveeta that has a little bit of wobble to it, and it's kind of kind of gooey, and you stick your finger in it, it'll go, it's, it's Velveeta. It's like the, the easy cheese it. from the can, but once that little piece of cheese is on the top, it hardens, and it's like a plug yes. that you have to pull out before you yes. can use it canned yes. spray cheese again. Yes, yes. It's never that hard, but it is it is a lot firmer, and it's actually kind of tough to cut. Here's where you're going to feel sorry for me, and it's, it's why I podcast. Bring it on. So we never got deli cheese. We never got anything like that. We always had, and this, we are solely the, my maiden name fill in here, are solely responsible for global warming. We bought cheese that was individually wrapped slices. 
<laughs> and it gets worse. They were orange. Yes, the neighbors. The neighbors. When I had to babysit what? the neighbors, yeah. Why? I was like, what is what this? What is that? And why? And they come in these little weird plastic sleeves that when you try to unwrap the thing, it breaks the cheese, which is also not quite cheese. It's like a thickened slab of snot that I don't know what to say. But yeah, I mean, yes, I'm talking about government cheese with, with fondness. So I mean, I get what you're saying. <laughs> hey, I will only make the mac and cheese that comes, the cheese comes in a powder. Anytime you're putting real cheese in there, I, I, I have no taste for it. Anything... My favorite is on menus, kids' menus, when they'll Craft. say, they'll describe it and they go, the what, the what. Yes, one. that's that's the only <laughs> mac and cheese that I could tolerate. Uh, I have a girlfriend who makes seven cheese mac and cheese for the holidays. Yeah, and I that's thought, not a thing. That's I thought, not a oh, thing. I have to try it because it's obviously better than the powdered cheese. It's like a gourmet fucking hot dog. <laughs> At a certain point, figure out where you are and just stop it. Gourmet hot dog. Hey, I have a friend who owns the gourmet vendor. Here, here's a plug. If you were hosting a holiday party or you need to, do you remember from our part, our big party, we had a cotton candy machine, a donut machine, a popcorn machine, oh, yeah. all of those oh, sliders and all of that stuff. I have a friend who, that's his business. So, Very and he, nice. we call his okay. house the house that hot dogs built because he started with, oh. it's a hot dog vendor and he's fantastic. So if anybody's interested, the gourmet vendor will love to cater your parties in the greater Philadelphia area. Oh my God, it was, you guys, it was next level and it was insanely fun. So we were raised on individually wrapped slices that were orange. I assume orange is the color that they added to it for some purpose where it's supposed to be better. I don't understand. I don't understand our cheese history. And I say that now because I do get my cheese from the deli counter and it is like a religious experience. Like, would you like a slice as I slice it for you? Why? Well, yes, I would if it's afternoon. Between the ridiculously thinly sliced Swiss cheese and the Cooper cheddar and the American Cooper 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 Sharp. and the American cheese, they're all three of those that I get on the reg are all from there. And I pass the cheese that is individually wrapped and think, you're still selling this. Who's eating this? Tell me right now. I want to. I want to camp out right here and find out who's eating it and and share with them the joy of real cheese. It never occurred to me that people are buying it by choice. Like I just figured that it was there because, like margarine, it's because you need it to make certain recipes that don't work any other. Like it's just one of those holdovers that. So there's that. I never. It never occurred to me that people don't know that there's other cheese. Like I just figured some people like Hershey's syrup and not Giardelli. There's pe- people, there's all kind of people. There's all kind of, there's a big bridge mix. There's all kind of people. What about You Bet chocolate syrup? No. You've never heard no. of You Bet chocolate syrup? I, I feel like I definitely have heard it. I've probably even seen it, but it's not a thing here that I know about and I don't even know it. So I'll be having it. You bet when I see you, I'm sure. You bet you yeah, will. Yeah, they use that. Because I don't they know. They use that in Brooklyn to make the chocolate egg creams. That's Oh, well, I love egg cream, so come that's, on. Uh, that's joy. That's joy. I think that's how Stuart felt when he dropped his coffee at first. Like, if I had spent all that time with the seltzer, the milk, and the and the syrup to make the perfect egg cream, and then drop it on the floor, and I would have cried. But he's right. On the scale of things, he lost a friend weeks ago. The, the fact that that's just more than, who cares? It's iced coffee. 
And I'll go get another one is probably what he was thinking and didn't say. But we, he screwed us all for our ha 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 point and laugh. We were like, uh, he's so used to screwing everybody. God damn it. Well, let me come back to the cheese just for a second because you gave me a little insight here, a deli inspired. Uh, profound insight. When you were talking about, and I got to go to the deli counter and they slice it so thin. And the reason that we always had deli cheese growing up and meats and that they're continuously stocked always. My mom used to tell us, God, again, again, when we were growing up, we would always go to school with a meat and cheese sandwich. And it was, you know, different meats and different cheeses and we could pick it, and blah, blah, blah. but never, never on pain of death would we have peanut butter and jelly. And now my kids don't eat peanut butter and jelly because the peanut crazies have come out and made them think, I can't have peanuts because I'll destroy the planet. It's like, no, you're allowed to. Anyway, we never had it. My mom told me in one of my why, 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 and I'm the third kid in line. So she'd heard this a lot, I'm sure. And she said, when I was growing up, the only thing I ever had for lunch was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Nothing else. Never. Everybody else got whatever they wanted and and meat, meat, meat. And she's like, and I decided then and there. I ever have children, they will never have peanut butter and jelly because that's ridiculous or whatever the hell, however she phrased it in that. I mean, this was many. So you're fighting her demons and she's. No, it was, I benefited. So she, she had something that she thought was super shitty and was like, I will not, you know, this dies today, right? I will not pass on peanut butter and jelly to my poor tortured kids. So as, so I grew up thinking, and that's a lot of times when my kids are bitching about stuff that I struggled to fucking give them because they don't know anything else. And they're like, why do I have to have this gold bar <laughs> sitting here next to me? Why can't I have a paperweight so that's a rock? Why do I have it's to? It's too <laughs> shiny. <sighs> I can't. Now I have to pick it up. You know, it's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So that's anyway. So, so when you got to go to the, so I guess there's a, there's a deli counter mystique. For me, for me. <laughs> for, for many. Yeah. Those wrap, single wrap slices like that. I was cheated out of it or I was, I was preserved. I feel like you it. were cheated out of peanut butter and jelly now. You, oh, I, I have it and I do love it. I mean, I, we would get it on occasion, but oh, she Amy, was like, I love not, it. that's not going to, that's not going to be your default. I do. I, do, I You get a good potato roll and you get grape jelly. You don't like potato rolls? No, it just seems strange. I, I, potato rolls, fantastic. Potato rolls with peanut butter and jelly. It hurt, hurt my head for a second. I'll have to try um, it. Well, what kind of peanut butter do you like? Crunchy or smooth? Creamy? I like them both, but if I'm having a sandwich, it's got to be creamy. I always, always, always felt that way, but I am a crunchy girl now and extra crunchy. Jif extra crunchy. I can't, it's not, it's not work of chew and sandwich unless it has crunchy in it. Crunchy is like a meal. It, sticks to your ribs and the fact that you were deprived, depraved, deprived of that Both. while growing up makes me sad. Makes me really sad. Isn't that crazy? And this was, and this was, I will save you from the remote control demon. It's like, no, remote controls are great. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. That makes me really upset. You know, you also sent me stuff going on in, in North Carolina by you. And I saw that, I think we talked about before that there was a dog that was trained with a doggy doctorate um, that was going for like $24,000. Yeah. Right? So something ludicrous. I found out it's from North Carolina. And then the other day I was listening to Howard Stern and he mentioned, you know, blah, 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 you can get a sex doll for like 20-something grand. And I thought, that's the same price as a doggy with a doctorate. And I'm wondering, dear Amy, dear listener, would you rather – a perfectly trained canine or a sex doll. Same price. Oh, thank God. 
Thank God that's a comparison, because I got to tell you, for a minute there, I thought this is taking a turn because dogs and sex dolls don't perform the same functions. So the <laughs> amount of training that they have, because I was like, you can't it must cost a lot to train a sex doll. <laughs> Ew, you could get a dog. No. Vile. No. That is vile. You know if my. So we're not doing that. We're not endorsing that. Don't do that. Nobody that came from that. you. That gross. did not come from They're me. They're so gross. <laughs> this is listener feedback. They're so gross. These listeners. Who thinks of what this? What would you prefer? Gosh. A sex doll or a perfectly trained canine? I don't want a sex doll. I find them actually, I don't know. I guess I was going to say creepy, but then I went to intimidating. Um, it's like What's intimidating I, about a big chunk of plastic gotta, with holes? I got to talk to it. I got to make sure it's comfortable. I, I could have too many people in my life I'm taking care of. I don't need you too. Jeez, stop. So if, I don't know. It's like another person. I would, but it's not a person. It's all of the trouble of another person without the benefit of being another person. And that's funny. I think men would say it's only the benefit without the trouble of her <laughs> speaking. <laughs> oh, that's why. I'm so when I went to look at the price of sex dolls, um, please do not search my <laughs> my search history. Do not look that up. Um, I hope my kids don't look that up either because it was research mm-hmm. for the show. Just so I you know. know I- Keep telling yourself that. They were only women. Well, yeah. Who needs a... Oh, well, I guess... Didn't we cover this before? We always get... It always comes back to the sex dolls. So surely there's a (laughs) $20,000... That you could sit on? Like, what are you saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in the movies, they always have, like, the machine or something. So I'm sure they exist. I mean, the movies didn't make this up. What's that? Late night HBO? Is that what you're watching? No, there was some with George Clooney where he had some perverted machine in the basement. I think it was it the informant. I don't remember what the movie was. It was some totally unrelated movie. And then, you know, they open a closet and all of a sudden he's got like a crazy, gigantic horse sex machine. And I'm like, why are you in this movie this way? What happened? Weren't we talking about espionage? Like it was just bizarre. I'm going to take note of that movie and that. And closet. it had what's her fame? What's her fame from uh, from uh, Fargo? And she's married to the director. McDormand, so great. That's her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in there with it, and then they get on the horse. Like the Sibian? Are you talking about the Sibian? I don't know what that is. Is that a sex story? It's like a sex, like a horse from gymnastics with a with an attachments with. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? I, I didn't see the movie. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see the sex catalog, so I don't know either. <laughs> okay, never mind. But <laughs> that's a lot of dear li- <laughs> I don't know. Dear listener, <laughs> what what page is that on? <laughs> dear listener, <laughs> do you ever look through that soft surroundings catalog? Saved history, save. What is that? Is it a catalog? There's, I'm making a no. joke. There's a sex catalog. No. What's it called? Soft sex. No, What's no. There's a catalog called like soft surroundings or something, and it has soft sweatshirts and clothes and all of a sudden there's like a what? massager page and i'm like mm, soft surroundings these seem like toys that well as long as we got you comfortable no but i do get a lot of um and they're not pervy they're not pervy i get a lot of these advertisements for muscle relaxers they're muscle guns <laughs> and it's basically like a power drill that has massage style attachments on it but it's really therapeutic so that when your muscle is so tensed and so tight from running a marathon or lifting an elephant over your head or whatever it is, you take this gun and you go into the muscle and it will break it down in the way that a therapeutic massage would do so that you can recover faster and get more. It's um, a lot of words growth. for a vibrator. That's a lot of it, words. This thing, the, the, the people using it look like they're in a lot of pain. Like it's not. And they're using you it don't wrong. Look at it. Okay. I'm going to stop talking. 
Dear listener, dear male listener, would you prefer <laughs> a perfectly trained canine or a sex doll? That's right. There was a point to this. Dear, dear listener. I picked the dog. I picked the dog. It was a long way of saying I picked the dog. I have three cracked out dogs. So consistently, whether they die or I get new ones, they're all. And which if you look at the common denominator, it's me. <laughs> I'm the common denominator, which means that no matter what dog I ever have, they will always be douchebags. So not true. Not true. Not true. Your dog's raised are- on orange cheese and crackhead dogs. When we went to that conference a few weeks ago, we met a couple of girls who have a podcast called Losing Your V. Oh, I remember. They're so awesome. I love those Heidi. ladies. I actually saw a picture of one of them in my uh, camera. I was looking for something else and I was like, oh. Yeah. I know what you saw a picture of and I'd like you to share it. But first, <laughs> first, let me tell you that their whole podcast, it's um, Heidi and Novi. They do a podcast called Losing Your V which obviously is losing your virginity, but it's not a sex podcast or we would have subscribed 100 years ago. It's about trying new things, which I realized is outside Melissa's box. Their whole podcast is a segment that we have on ours, right? We try new things occasionally. Yes, yes, yes. When you, for the first time, said it's outside Melissa's box, I thought you were like, because I don't try new things. That's outside my box. I'm like, you try new things all the time. (laughs) But you're right. We do have the segment Outside Melissa's box, I think. Ding. Ding. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Yes. Um, I don't know that I've really done anything outside my box recently. Well, you got that bed. So no, that's I mean, inside yeah. Melissa's box. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that setup. That was delightful. So they they gave us a super lovely shout out because they finally got around to posting the episode from their, they don't do a weekly, from their trip to Atlanta. And I want to tell you that these are two friends. If there's a piece of you that enjoys us, don't leave us. But if you wanted to hear about a couple of people who try new things occasionally and sometimes together and they're, where do they live? Like one's in... It's like Ohio no, and like Alaska. No. They're like really far away. Ar- oh, I don't One is Arkansas. There's no Ohio. I told you it's far away. That well, Ohio is, is adjacent it? to Pennsylvania, like it or not. Ohio- no, it is not. That's like saying yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna if I drive Ohio. west, I hit Ohio. Oh me, Ohio. Oh be Ohio. So you can check them out if at all interested. They are delightful. We had a lovely meal with them and. Heidi had broken her ankle or she had hurt herself. So she was on a scooter. Very easy to locate at a conference. And I think if any conference I go to from now on, I'm going to get a Neil scooter, a knee scooter. She's also just, they're both of them very striking looking. But the funniest part is she's also like nine feet tall. And the one she's with is like not nine feet tall. So here she was with like the bent wing on the rollers, but also like like an umbrella pole, super tall, a heads, heads above. It. It's like the only American at a Japanese conference. Like her head was above everybody else. She could see them all. And when we had this lunch together, not only were they delightful and funny and fun and just really down to earth and engaging and all the things that you want. I was like, this is great. I'm meeting all these wonderful people. And then Melissa's like, what, what's that tattoo on your yes. arm? <laughs> and, and what was it, Amy? What was it? Oh, for the love of God. It's a dick, gals. It's a dick. Sadly, it's not supposed to be a dick. It's supposed to be a Native American feather, but it's a Native American feather with the head of a penis pointing up her arm. So I think it's an owl feather. And the owl feathers, it seems, have like a curled (laughs) end. So when the 
artist was, <laughs> was, was drawing the owl feather with the curled end, it was the head of a penis. So, ha, 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 look at the dick on my arm was the conversation. <laughs> and she's in on the joke. She and her husband, he, I think he's the one that first pointed it out. And she's like, what? No? Because if, if you cover half of it, like with a hand or a shirt or something, it's really pronounced. If you look at the whole thing, you're like, feather. Oh, okay. But if you catch it in the right light, you're like, dick, there's a dick. <laughs> and the, I see a and dick. it's heading towards her mouth, too. <laughs> it's heading up towards her face. <laughs> yes. So she, of course, had it all day. She's like, yeah, take a look. Boop, boop, boop. It's like the eye doctor. See the dick now? Is it better, better now? now? One or two. Or next? One or two. One or two. One or two. Is it, is it dick? Is it dick, clearer dick now? <laughs> Oh, or it's clearly a I'll dick. I'll do it again. And you know what? Maybe maybe when I post it to Facebook, when this posts, you can put the picture of her owl dick feather. I super have it. I super will it's do hilarious. it. It's hilarious. I think I asked you to send it to me also to show my kids <laughs> because they're like, I did that. I'm, I did that in my brain. It, did I no, not I think No, I think you did because I think my kids saw it. They're like, what about the dick feather? <laughs> yeah, that's right, kids. You're so smart. Come on, shake your dick feather. <laughs> Um, we did a little bad advice, right? Yes, always. It sneaks in. Always. You're, you get to pick. Do you want to do mitzvah minute or do you want to do listener feedback? Your choice. A mitzvah minute is really quick because I've got one for me today. So let's do that and then we can do the listener feedback, which is important because we actually have just a giant bounty of listener feedback, which is so exciting. It's almost that was the lead. We buried the lead. Why is this not the first thing we say? So here's the mitzvah minute. Mitzvah minute, I've always thought of as, tell me something good that's happening, please. Just tell me. And the past few, maybe you had it in your head all along that it was going to be, I'm going to tell you something good in my life or that I did, like connected to me. And I had my own mitzvah minute and it, I'm stunned by it. So I'm just going to own it. And if it's not what mitzvah minute is supposed to be, then I'm still going to own it and that's okay. So here's where it works out. I decided to not do something that I was supposed to do because if I did it, it was really going to cause me a lot of pain and stress. And here's what I'm talking about. The neighbor kid is in a play. She, she has switched high schools. She, everybody, all our kids used to go to the same high school. One of the kids has switched high schools. It's better for her. It's working out great, but it's a big, scary, big, 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 very different environment. She's a freshman. She tried out for the school play in a school with like 8,000 kids, like a ridiculous number of kids. And she's the only freshman to have landed a part. It's a small part, but she got a part in the, in the gigantic That's play. That's awesome. First, first ever fall semester right out of the gate. Oh my gosh, right? Nothing could be a more perfect story. And I said, we're coming. We're coming to see you. Tell me when it is. And of course, the when it is, is the weekend when everything is falling apart. There was, of all the show days, there was only one that could happen. It was, you know, so I only had one option. And when that option came around, it was, I'm already, I'm out of gas. Like I'm out of every kind of gas that you can have. And I sat there and thought, how meaningful will it be to sit in the audience and then see her in the lobby? It's for that 30 seconds for her to see my face. I don't want to go to the show. I have no interest in the show. I'm only going for you. I can't even physically, how am I, how am I, how am I, how important was it for my son to see a, a friend of a friend come to see him. Like I know right. how impactful that is. And so I'm weighing this, I'm weighing this. And I'm thinking, if you go, the next two days are not going to happen because you're going to be so, you're, you're already at burnout. Your catch up is ridiculous. So, right? you know, you know, like if you go to burnout when your car, like if you don't have any oil in the car and you think I'm just going to drive one more mile, you ruin the entire car. So yeah, I get to choose between I got to get there because it's a mile away or do I need my car? And I said, I can't to myself. 
I didn't even tell her that I was going. So nobody loses on this right. thing. It's still hard for me to even talk about it. I said it'll be a second and here I'm going on and on. But the truth is it was really almost impossible to make the decision to not go. But I said, you have to choose what's more important to you, letting her know how important she is, right? Or taking care of yourself because that's important too. And I, I picked the selfish and I feel Self-care. like that was the smart pick. But it still feels wrong. But I, so I'm trying to convince myself, no, you did yourself a mitzvah. You did, you had to pick. You have to pick yourself. Okay. So I, for the first Number time. Number one, what show was it? Like the, the world's best Christmas pageant or something like this. It's like a comedy musical, okay. maybe. I don't you know. You missed nothing. No. Thank you. No, Number I know two, that. Number yeah. two, does she eat brittle? <laughs> I guess so. What, why don't I, we put a little now. bow on some brittle and say, so proud of all of your accomplishments in your new school. We are beside ourselves with pride. You don't have to say, I went to your show. You don't have to say, sorry, I missed your show. She's certainly not listening to this show. No, and, she, and you're right. You're right. You're right. And it's not even about that. It's It was a moment and it was missed. It would, At a certain point, it's just being there. The only thing that you can do is be there. And if on a day when you can't be there, I have to maybe... It was, it was that battle between self-care. Self-care is, it makes yeah. you able to care for everybody else in your life. I don't know how to do that. So that's, so I'm you're learning. It as a minute. I'm you're, learning. All right. Score one on my, you're learning. Board. Fucking Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> you're blaming Stuart for his, his cleared book. <laughs> his cleared book. Um, do you want to do listener feedback? Cause I have one more story. I so go. No, go, I want go. listener feedback. I need it. <clears throat> well, Last time you were giving me shizzes no. for can't you come up with a single gift for yourself, you stupid dope? And I thought, well, how about a candle? How about a candle? And we got listener feedback all the way from California. And Candle Lover writes, so funny. Just yesterday, I asked for Joe Malone candles for my work gift since I refused to spend my own money on them, even though I love them. And I thought, damn it, I love it. And who's Joe Malone? What's a Joe Malone so candle? I- it's a $495 candle. And where the fuck do you work that you can request that as your secret Santa? Thank you. <laughs> what you- Thank you for the jaw drop. <laughs> Thank you for the jaw drop. What does it smell like? Thank Blood you. diamonds? Like what on I earth? I think it smells like somebody else's money because for $498. <laughs> sure as fuck don't smell like my money. <laughs> no way. Dang. I know. You light it on fire and little angels. I don't understand. Does, does a genie come out and grant your wishes? I don't know how that works. I don't know, man, but that's a gift. Wow. That's a, first of all, that's amazing that you share. Dear California candle loving listener, thank you for listening. Um, and send a, we've got a Patreon that we want to connect yes, you with. Yes, we desperately, we desperately would like your financial support. I will give you my account and you can direct deposit, right? So you won't even have to think about it. Oh, I can't imagine I spending it. that kind of money on um, anything, not to mention something that you're going to burn. And do you burn it or do you open the top of it and it just is so fragrant, it sits as a fragrance in a room? I don't understand a $500 candle. I, uh, you know what? And this is another pro tip for some listener feedback. I think we're looking, listeners. How about, let's do a quickie poll. Have you heard of Joe Malone candles? And if, well, that's one. And number two. Write in and tell us if you would enjoy. I don't even know if I could enjoy having a $495 candle because I would be so fixated on, don't touch a candle. Don't touch a candle. And Stuart would Wait a say, minute, those are the nice matches? Don't go near it. With those, don't go near with those generic matches. Get the nice ones. The ones I stole from the, from the Russian tea room. Use those. Get the individually wrapped cheese. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, get the individually wrapped ma- uh, matches. Get the individually wrapped orange cheese that we're going to eat while we smell this candle. 
Where's the match butler? Don't you can't light that. Get the match butler to light it. I don't understand the concept really of do you light it? And is it like lighting a hundred dollar bill five times and just watching that burn? Oh, with a and then spraying Febreze. Like it's really does it have THC? Like what <laughs> could rationalize that price? I think this is back to the thirty thousand dollar bunch of grapes, man. I mean, there's a certain point. But when that's a brand name. Grapes are just to say, I ate a grape that was eighty five thousand dollars. Like that's I don't know. Oh, I was going to say it's because the grapes are really good. I don't know. I, there's, I can't separate. Typically, it's rare when I can separate the cost of something from the experience of something. And I love it when I can because I hate cost. I hate thinking about money. I hate I it. I think trips are the only things you can really like experiences because you can't really put a value on that experience. So for it to have cost you $1,200 to go on this cruise, or you're, you're away. You're a part of this experience. You're going to this meal with these people and you're sharing these laughs and jokes and, and family or friends. It's the experience that's... But when I know what it costs, I ruin it for myself and I, I have to work really hard to not ruin it. That's very different than saying I have to work really hard to forget what it costs. I have to work really hard to not let the awareness of the cost ruin it so to the point where I play little games with myself and even with others in the family where I don't tell them what things cost a lot of times because I want to know, is this real value or do you just know this is expensive? So you're you're aware that there's a value here. This, that's a different thing because there's some things that you value that are, we're high-low, we're target, right? There's some things in here where it's like, naturally, all of us have this radar where we go to the most fucking expensive thing. But there's also, I don't know, a plastic knife in the drawer that everybody's their favorite. Trader Joe's wine, two buck chuck. Yeah, yeah, something, something, yeah. Pour it in a different glass and all of a sudden, you know, the the thing where they use the hose for for water and people are like, oh, this is the best Icelandic water. It's like, yeah, it came out of the street. So anyway, listener feedback. Thank you, thank you. I threw a surprise party for for Stuart. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I threw the party. So as surprised as he was to have his favorite people in a room in his head, he knew he was paying for it. So he thought, oh, you're getting appetizers too? <laughs> it can't. It, does, it never goes away. It, it never, never goes, goes away. away. So there was a lot of joy in the experience. and the, But then there was that creeping feeling of, oh, my God, I'm paying for this. Like That's one more reason to love yeah. Big, da- Big Daddy in my house, uh, my sweetie, sweetie husband, Big Daddy. Never tells me when stuff costs something actual because it'll. I'll be asking about it. I'll be thinking about it. I'll be. Yeah, we used to lie to night. Nana. He lies to you like we lied to Nana. It was he four dollars. He doesn't lie, but he will. He will have fun and and make light of the idea that it it was fine. He just makes light of the idea that I'm not going to tell you. And that's we've gotten to a place where I'm like, you know what? We both work really hard. I'm going to trust him on this. I'm going to trust him that he knows me and us well enough that I don't need to know this in the same way that he will never know the cost of the curtains in our bedroom. Never, never, ever, ever. <laughs> and right? he doesn't listen to this podcast? And no, because because I, I mentioned something that I had mentioned two shows back. I thought he would be right up there, you know, ticky-tack, right in the know. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. so that's how he talks when he doesn't listen to the podcast. I love your husband. And that is exactly what he sounds like when he's disappointing you. He's super good. <laughs> it's very rare these days. He is on such a roll. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx the streak. He is on such a roll. Everything is really great. It's wonder, I'm, I'm very happy right now. I love that you knocked on something. Don't mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with me. This is yeah. all we've got. Yeah. The sheen. Don't, don't go behind the curtain. Don't look at me too close. Something's, you know, don't let me mess it up. 
Yeah, I mean, did you ever threaten your kids with, do you have any idea how much this costs for you to dick around? Like, do you ever do that with them? Just to- <laughs> yeah, I have three kids in private school, so. Yes, so. They know how much their classes cost down to the minute. <laughs> this book, I've only opened it three times and the book costs $400. And if I've only opened it three times, that's over $100. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah, that's too bad. They know. That's, that's sadly something that I have passed on. Um, you know, money's, money's not really there. So we're, we, we should keep track of it better than we do, but I keep track of the idea of it. It's not there. Scarcity is how we lead with money, which I don't like. But that's, you'll fix me later. Let him eat we'll, peanut butter and jelly. We'll it's get fine. there. We'll get there. You'll fix them. No cold cuts for you. That's it. <laughs> crunchy. It's going to be crunchy. Oh, I love crunchy peanut butter and I'm starving right now. I have one last story for you that I thought yes. you might enjoy. Dragonflies, female dragonflies specifically, use an extreme tactic to get rid of unwanted suitors. They drop out of the sky and they pretend to be dead. <laughs> Wow. To escape men. That's a lot of effort. Does it work? It does. There have been a ton of studies. There have been to avoid male attention while flying around. A male comes by. All of a sudden, they will dive bomb to the ground and pretend to be dead. Okay. Why? Are dragonflies just a really bad lay? Like what's the what's the impetus for them? They don't want male attention at that time. They've already laid their eggs. They've already done what they feel is their job as as So a, they're feminists. They they don't want when they don't want it, they would rather look, your husband's never come to bed and you've been like, uh I'm sleeping. No, I'm never. sleeping. No. There's never. Mm-mm. I haven't either, not, but not it's a once. very common female <laughs> complaint. But I just say no if I if I don't want in. Well, to be fair, I don't know the domestic situation of all the dragonflies worldwide. So maybe we've got an individual dragonfly queen who has already had her fill of, of dragonfly delights and doesn't necessarily need it again today. So if there's like 30 men that are coming after you, yeah, I might do the play dead strategy. Females only behave this way if a male, if male harassment is intense. And maybe they've got like bad breath. And Instead all of bit. throwing a punch, they're like, mm-hmm. that's it. I'm fucking dead. Which is one of the phrases that we talked about in slang. I'm dead. Right. So that's right. You're killing me with these jokes. And that's not at all where this comes from, <laughs> where that comes from. But they would rather, I don't know, these guys I'd are rather showing be dead than fuck you. You're that's in a bar and the men <laughs> swarm and you're like, that's it. I'm going to fall off my stool. Just right. straight back. The you know, the cartoon thing, straight back, feet straight, still up in the air, back yep. flat on the ground. <laughs> Playing dead to avoid predators, however, is more common and has been observed in more than just dragonflies. Oh, tell me who else does this? I don't know. There's Women. always the praying man. Everybody goes to the praying mantis who devours the man after she's gotten her fill, which I kind of I think that's kind of creepily great. Using extreme tactics to resolve sexual conflict isn't unique to these moorland hawkers, which are, is the name of the dragonfly. The damselfly relatives, for example, females eat their partner. Yay! See, so they're going down the, the praying mantis route. So do we use this as a threat to our men? Like, do we, a cautionary tale? I'm feeling very dragonfly today. I'll either drop to the ground and play dead, or I'll fucking eat you. I would only be frightened of, of somebody attacking me. Somebody removing themselves from the equation. It's perfect. It's our goal. It's why we drop to the ground and play dead. <laughs> Remove yourself from the equation. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a, I don't really have that issue. But if you flash back to our college days, when we were getting attention that was 
really unwanted. I definitely think that playing dead would not have stopped (laughs) half of those pursuers, half of those gentlemen callers, not so gentlemen callers. Yeah, emphasis on the not gentlemen. Hey, is there any, is there anything that you're going to do over the next couple of weeks that would be considered losing your V or outside Melissa's box? Are you going to try anything new over the next couple of weeks? Yes, yes. I know that I am. I'm, I'm doing a couple of things now with this whole, the exercise thing was totally new. And I, I go through fits and starts where I'd pick up that stuff, but I'm, I'm itching for a couple of new ones. You got some ideas? Yeah. You just Apple cider vinegar gummies. Try that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them in the store. I'm taking the magnesium. I started taking magnesium pills. I took them on day one of travel. You told me wisely. I ignored your advice. Don't take, don't take a new heavy metal pill on the day that you're going to drive many hours away, carry big trade show booths and stand and talk to people with a hello. Excuse me while I shit my pants. Yes. And you know what? I didn't, I didn't have, it was like I wasn't even, there was was greatness. So maybe I'm just so super deficient. Maybe you're Iron Man. Maybe you have all the iron you need. I am Iron Man. I, I don't. Um, I don't even know if magnesium and iron are the same. No, thing. they're metals. They're both metals. They're both on that element chart, you know. Sure. That, I, periodic I have that table. I have that tattooed. one. It's tattooed on my arm. It looks like a dick if you cover it with your hand. I so love that feather. <laughs> Gonna shake your dick feather. So Amy and I were like, fun. hey, uh, you're going to fix that, right? You're going <laughs> to, you can absolutely fix that. She's like, no, it's, it's part of my history. I'm like, dick feather is part of your yes, history. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with the dickin. I'm it's sticking. It's her Native American name, dick feather. Sticking, sticking, sticking with the dickin. What is that? I've got all these. All right. Just- no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just, it's early for me. Oh, it's, it's getting, it's getting, it's, it's getting, getting kind of hectic. I was like, what is that? That's a thing. What the fuck? Yeah. Thank you for getting it. It might've bothered me all day. Yes. Well, not, that's my, that's why I'm here. Well, not training my dogs. And, that's why I came. And speaking of bothering you all day, yeah. we have so much listener feedback. We can't even get to it all this week, which fills me with great pride. Well, give me another joy one. And joy. Well, if this is sort of quasi listener feedback, she's yeah. definitely a listener, but is a friend of mine bumped into her unexpectedly. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Sit down, have a drink now that we're here. This is great. Okay. Got to talking about many topics, came back around to the show and she was asking questions from the show. Oh, asking about Thanksgiving traditions. And she told me all of her Thanksgiving traditions and it was so charming. And I was just, we were having this lovely little moment. And then we really started talking about the show in terms of, she said, gosh, you guys talk about people writing in. Maybe you should, you know, do something to stimulate listener feedback. And I'm like, yeah, you mean besides asking for it every time? And she, just, and she says, no, Melissa's really good. And she asks about it all the time, blah, blah, blah. So we started sort of talking about that nuts and bolts stuff. And I happened to say, well, what is it that you like about it? <laughs> Fuck you. No, I mean, in a way, and that's, we all laughed. And, and she, I said, no, I mean, are you listening? Because you're my friend and I told you I do this and you thought I'm going to listen and see what it is. And then you were hooked because we're friends or, and she interjected and she says, well, there is part of that. She goes, but I don't know Melissa. I don't know anything about her. I don't know anything about you beyond the four, eight months that we've known each other prior to this. I don't really know you all that well. So to be listening to this, she was like, there's a whole other side of you. So there's, so yeah, I'm your, I'm your acquaintance. I'm your definitely close friends, but we don't have that long history. So it is a bit like, I don't know you. And here's what she said she liked about the show. She said, I feel like I'm just having 
coffee with you guys. I'm out at the table and we're all friends and I'm just not talking. Like I'm doing something else, but I'm hearing you guys and I'm tracking. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I feel like I'm part of that friend group. And if we were in the same city, we'd all be friends. And I was like, that sounds great. That's kind of our goal. And dear listener, how about this, bitches? <laughs> I have I have a hint of swag. I have a brilliant observations bag with your name on it. Write oh. in. Dear listeners, write in. And I will pick. Amy will pick because I don't want to get yelled at for not picking you. Amy will pick which one of our dear listeners who has written in. Let's give it till... Let's give it a couple of weeks. You have two weeks to write in with thoughts, comments, concerns, feedback, whatever you want to tell us. And we will pick from there a listener or two, and we will mail you out swag. We will mail you out a Brilliant Observations bag. What's the easiest way for people to connect with us? You can find us on all of the social media, which are at Listen Brilliant, which is Facebook or Instagram or God help us, Twitter. Um... But if you really want to be entered into this contest for swag, do, 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 um, please write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. I'll repeat it for those of you who needed to get a pen. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And just so you know, as that is my last name, and I know how some people do struggle, it is B-R-I-L-L-I-A-N-T observations you're on your own that's right get a dictionary but there are so many people who don't add that i and maybe all of you have written and you're just not confident on how to spell brilliant that's what it is i-a-n-t so if you're interested in a bag to carry around with you that has our microphone and i want to say logo but temporary logo write it trust me it is you guys it is if you're enjoying the show and you're listening and you've gotten this far in the show Here's a pro tip. You're enjoying the show. If you haven't turned it off by this point, give us a little favor. Give us a little nicey because guess what it is for you? It's free. It's free. You don't, it doesn't cost you anything to do this. haven't asked you for money yet. It's your mitzvah minute, fuckers. <laughs> yes. And tell us if you would like to be mentioned by name on the show or if you would like to be mentioned not by name on the show. And we will probably do one of those. We will shout out to you as... A, a anonymous or by name per your request. I love watching Amy podcast because <laughs> behind her is a sliding door that her dog knows how to open and he just slid that shit open and walked right in the room. Hey man, hey man, show's good. I'm coming in. He's hey, got a doggy up? doctorate. <laughs> Dear listener, thank you so much for listening. We really look forward to hearing from you and shipping out swag. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.